All right, welcome to Bartender Journey. I'm here with Vano. Yo, yo, yo. This is Vince here. And uh, how you doing, man? I haven't seen you in a, in a bit. Uh, you know, just uh, I'm in the hustle, doing my thing. How you making out? Pretty good, pretty good. Work last night and uh, working tonight. That's cool. That's cool. I did I did a few private gigs at uh, people's houses. Pretty interesting. Nothing too crazy, low key, but uh, good money. All right. Well, you were telling me about your uh, experience with a bartender at Red Lobster. How'd that go? Well, I was out of town with work, and uh, the hotel I was staying at, there was a Red Lobster, right? So I, you know, get checked in, long drive, and I, you know, I never been to Red Lobster. By the way, the biscuits are the shit, so I recommend Red Lobster. <laughs> Good food, but the biscuits really were, were amazing. But bad bartender, you're saying? Well, it's, uh, I wouldn't <laughs> say, listen, man, I, I'm not, I wouldn't go that far, but I'll, I'll, t- I'll break it down for you. I uh, get checked in, I go to eat, and, um, I go to order the food, and I see this old bartender that could be me in like twenty years, man. <laughs> and he's all over the place. He's like, he's doing orders. For, I mean, this guy was busy. He's doing orders for food, uh-huh. and he was tending bar, and the bar was packed, and it was really busy, you know. So, you know, I, I felt bad for the guy, and I was patient because I know that feeling. But he would ask me four times if I was ready to order, and I was like, "Yeah, you yeah, have the I'm menu. Order. <laughs> have the menu." Anyway, so I get the menu. I ordered. I ordered a nice uh, seafood sampler, and the biscuits were amazing. So he, you know, he's asking me what I want to drink. I said, "A Coors Light." He gives me the Coors Light. Then he, you know, finished the Coors Light. He's like, "You want another Coors Light?" I'm like, "Yeah." This happened again. Same thing with the menus. I never got the Coors Light, but you know. I felt bad for this dude. I just really did because he was like, some customers were being rude mm. and like they were kind of making fun of him. And I, uh. I felt bad for the dude. I re- honestly, I really felt bad for this guy because he was doing a lot. Uh. You know, go behind the bar, you know, and see how hard it is taking orders and, you know, then making drinks. Yeah. So finally, I, I keep asking him for a Coors Light and he's <laughs> like, yeah. Get so I, I finally, I just tap out. I'm like, you know what? Just give me a Coke. I'm done. <laughs> so I get the fucking pill. And I see that he's got me for like another Coors Light. And I'm like, homie, I never got a Coors Light. He's like, yeah, it's right there. <laughs> he opened the Coors Light, never told me. And it's it's on the other end of the fucking bar. I'm like, I'm not Kreskin. <laughs> I don't know that. So he took it off. Anyway, anyway, man, I tipped this guy nice because I felt bad for him. Uh, you know, I really did. He was an older guy. He's been through wars behind the bar. I tipped him nice. I don't want to go into what I tipped him, but it was very generous. Right. This fucking cat didn't say shit. Yeah. Didn't say anything, man. <laughs> and you know what, man? I just was like, and then you know what it made me think of? Huh. And this, and I don't know if you can relate this, but there's been, I've been bartending on and off since 96. Uh-huh. Okay? I remember I do this as a second job. You reach points when you get burnt behind the bar. Yeah. When you get that point, Take a couple weeks off, man. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you or can't. Or somewhere else, you know? You could maybe yeah. mix it up. I just couldn't believe that as long as he's been in the game, he didn't recognize what I just did. And right. I was cool with it. I'm, yeah, uh, You know, yeah. he was doing a lot, man. Honestly, he's taking orders and he's making drinks. But, I mean, he was all over, all over the place. And the guests were just giving him shit. Like, really. And when his back was turned, they were making fun of him. Uh, I felt bad for the dude. Yeah. I, kinda, I stuck up for him at one point. Yeah. Joking yeah. around. I said, hey, listen, look what this guy's doing, you know? Uh-huh. Did you ever did you ever go to a bar where it's so busy you're like, hey, do you need help? <laughs> yeah. You, you've done that. That's right? how I got the job. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. You were saying that's yeah, how I, yeah. and I got that advice from a bartender. Right. But that's how I got the job. My first bartending gig was doing that. And that's good to know for uh yeah. bartenders in the making, or you know, if you're used to be a bartender and you want a job, if you see it busy 
ask the owner if they need help yeah. and jump behind the bar. Yeah, as a bartender. Yeah. I was did I tell you this story before? I was I was up in Montreal and uh all the bars are packed everywhere you go. <laughs> you know, it's like a, an event in Montreal, so everywhere you go is packed. And we were at this nightclub one time and uh, this girl was so flustered and um she was kind of off at a small bar separate from the main bar and um I go order a drink, and she's like, I got no ice. I was like, you want me to get it for you? <laughs> so I, you know, I said, where's the, what do you what do you use to carry the ice? She gave me the thing. I went back to the kitchen. The guy's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, I'm getting the girl ice. She has no ice. He's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> she was she was grateful. The, the, sure. the manager or whatever was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but that's, that's the wrong uh, attitude to have, you yeah. know. It's like, hey, I'm helping her out. What are you doing, yeah. douchebag? <laughs> I, uh. Yeah, you're back here hiding in the kitchen. Your bartender has no ice. No, you can't make drinks. Can't make money. That's great. I uh, my birthday just passed, and uh, yeah. I went to PA for my birthday. Uh-huh. You know, I went to go see my friend. He just had a kid, so I, w- I went there, and uh, you know, I went out, and uh, dude, I can't tell you. We talked about when the bartenders don't acknowledge when you tip them. Mm-hmm. The whole night, only one person acknowledged. Yeah. And I, it just it was the weirdest thing. And, and, you know, I was telling the people that I work with, I'm like, that, that I was visiting, rather, that I'm doing a bartending podcast with um, Vince, and you got to check it out. And it's all about the bartending experience. We talk about the art of the tip. And he was just like, well, out here, you're not going to get that. I'm like, that, you know, that's just, <laughs> I'm just breaking it down. And finally, like, one kid, like, it was a young kid, reminding me when I first started, we tip him, and he just looks at us, and he goes, you know what? Thanks a lot. And everybody yeah. just started clapping, because this was like a buildup throughout the whole night. We're getting, like, crazy drinks. We're blowing money, and we weren't even looking for, like, a buyback, dude. It's just yeah. fucking acknowledge, man. Come on. I know. I'm so conscious now. Every, I mean, just, what's I, going I, I, on? I've always been, but, I mean, even, even more now that we're talking about it, even more so, I'm like... Every single time somebody leaves a tip, every single time I say th- I say thank you, and I look at them. And, you know, you got to yeah. do that, and it's it's so weird that some people don't do that. I don't get it. It's uh, you know, just like the whole um, the art of the tip and all that. I, I don't know a, if I, I got told a nice you. tip last night. How much? I, I think the guy, the uh, I think the dude forgot that he left he paid with his drinks for with a 50 dollars bill and he started talking to somebody and he walked away and i left it on the bar i left it there for an hour and a half he never came back and uh they, but then he came back later and he like <laughs> i didn't say anything but i mean oh, I don't you. Even, you think i should i mean no, it, it no. was like a no, he left 40 dollars on the bar for an hour and a half you know that's that's my money now yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> Dude, one time I was at, when I was at the nightclub, I uh, this guy comes in, man, and he was so fucking drunk, man. But uh, he uh, asked for a Heineken, and he was staying at the hotel, so I was like, "Cool, this guy's not driving." So right. he gives me a hundred. I was like, "I can't break that, man." I just opened up, man. Yeah. So he goes, "All right, here, just just hold this, and when you have change, make it." And I was right. like, "Cool." So this dude has one <laughs> Heineken, and he just disappears. <laughs> so I have a hundred dollars. Yeah. I go up to this bouncer. Never forget, this guy was huge, and I, I, his name was Bruno. You heard this dude? Of course was, it was. This fucking dude was Diesel, and I was like, "Yo, Bruno, like, what do I do?" I was like, "This guy gave me a hundred dollars," and uh, he's like, "You know what? This is what you do." He's like, "Fucking out of your pocket, pay for that Heineken, and then you uh, you pocket the rest." Yeah, it goes. Problem solved. And I was just like, I don't know. You know, I'm like fucking out. So what I did was for like a week, I took the money and I, I kept it in my wallet. 
Uh, and then when he never came back, I just spent it. But yeah. like, I had my intention. Dude, it was just weird. It was it was unbelievable, man. I don't even know if he remembers, man. But yeah, I know yeah. that feeling, man. Money, that's why we do it. I that's mean, why we're there. I mean, you know, I'm not there to give the money back. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Are you you get this guy. I can't tell you how many times I hear this. Where, uh, you know, you, you customer just leaves change. Yeah. And if you don't pick up that change, somebody else will do I it. Know, yeah. People will rob it. I yeah. mean, so I pick it up and the guy's like, what's that? And I go, I'm sorry, sir. I thought it was a tip. And then he goes, and I set myself up for this. He goes, you want a tip? Don't eat yellow snow. Yeah, come up with something better than that. Man. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, I'm being a monkey for you in a clown yeah. outfit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I left that money on the board. I even put a glass on top of it. You know, I put a glass, a big glass on top of it. And so nobody else was going to take it. I had my eye on it. I left it there for an hour and a half. You know, I mean, he was still there. I guess I could have chased him down and given him his money back. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, whatever, dude. I mean, he's drinking free, man. Come on. No, it was a cash bar. So that's why he paid He paid for $10 worth of drinks with a $50 well, bill. Vince, go to confession and uh, <laughs> oh, have three how This is it. This is, this is my confession <laughs> yep, right To that here. dude out there who can't pay his toll. And, <laughs> but uh, yo, I don't know if I tell you this. Check this out. I am uh, training two people right. bartending. Cool. And how it happened was it's the lady that cuts my hair who does a phenomenal job. Uh-huh. Phenomenal. I followed her to two different salons. That's how good she is. So um, every time she cuts my hair, it's like the world ends. It's just me and her. That's yeah. how she does it with all our customers. Yeah, yeah. That's why so she has- she's already got the art of the tip. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I tip her great. And uh-huh. she, she does it like I got a beard now for the winter. She just makes it nice. She, everything tight. And it's it's a great price. A haircut and, and a, a trim for the beard, 18 bucks. That, right. That's great. Yeah. So um, I said to her, I said, you know, you'd be a great bartender. And she was just uh-huh. like, uh, no, nah, I don't know if I do it. Anyway, I got her to listen to the podcast. All right. So now she's listening to the podcast and she's asking me questions. Uh-huh. And she's wrote, she wrote down all the drinks. And then she's like, you know, how do you how do you like make the codes? And I, and I broke it down for her, mm-hmm. like you know, the whole kamikaze stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, she had questions like, well, like she brought up the margarita, and she's like, I like the margarita, but I don't know what triple sec is. And I was like, listen, don't worry about that. Uh-huh. Just know what goes in it. And then uh-huh. when you're behind the bar, you learn that. But well, you're doing personal training with them. Yeah, That's doing awesome. that. Not That's only awesome. that. This branched into the lady that, at the dry cleaner right. that I've been going to for years uh-huh. that has another great personality. Uh-huh. And she, every time I you know, get my tuxedo vest clean, she's like, I want to learn bartending. And I told her about the podcast. She's right. listening to it. And I'm also training her. So it's uh, it's cool. So I, it's cool. like I think we're, uh, we're on to something, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, we're building every, every week. We're uh, getting more and more listeners and uh, getting a little uh, action on Twitter. We had uh, World Bars. Worldbars.com is the uh, yeah. website, but World's Bar is his Twitter name. Anyway, uh, he gave us a retweet publishing, uh, promoting our podcast, and that went out to uh, about 14,000 people. So that was really cool. And uh, yeah, we're building this thing up. Yep. So you wanted to talk about uh, how we got yeah, inspired just, to start I mean, this podcast really, in the beginning. I, I got to tell you, first off, I think everyone, bartender and non bartender, should be watching Bar Rescue. Absolutely. Because I watched that, and I can't, like, what he talks about and, and the experts he has. Yeah, the expertise you, that dude has is unbelievable. Even the bartenders. Yeah. I mean, they're just, everything, his knowledge, it just makes you realize how much there is to learn. Yeah. And, you know, when we started out, we didn't have none of that. No. You kind of just watched the movie Cocktail. Yeah. And then you went to your <laughs> neighborhood saloon and talked to, you know, bartender Jimmy. Right. Who gave you tips, you know. But I, honestly, I mean, I you learn so much, and it's just really like it, it just blows me away, like yeah, how much it's there is to learn. Too. 
Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, from everything from how certain bartenders pour right. to pouring with the, the top shelf brands facing the customer. And when you pour yeah. well, you face the label to, towards you. Like stuff uh-huh. that I never thought of that. Yeah, I never thought of that And either. just um, everything, like the, the just looking at the customers. One episode, the guy wasn't smiling. And the lady's like, smile. And he wouldn't <laughs> smile. And she, you know, he's like, she's like, smile. Like little things the that you forget. The first episode I ever saw was the one with the with the pirate bar. That was hysterical. Oh, he's crazy. It's a bar. I know. <laughs> so funny. And he just breaks it down. But he he's he's amazing. He's doing a lot for the industry. Yeah, he I really mean, he's is. bringing he's bringing like the, he's like a rebirth, like a renaissance with but bartending and yeah. and just everything. Yeah, well, just, I know I talk about this all the time, but I'm going to that uh, his trade show. It's coming up real soon, you know, in Vegas. So that's that's. Real exciting! I'm looking forward to that so I much. I wish I was there, man. Yeah, next year, next year. Um, I also want to uh, thank. Um, for me, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I got to say, man, Joe Rogan Experience and uh, the Church. What's happening now, Joey Coco Diaz? Those two podcasts really inspired me to do this, to give me the confidence, you know, to get with you and, and to do this because it's just very inspiring. And I recommend people should listen to that. You know, yeah, just, I like uh, I like Mark Mark Marin. And yeah. uh, his podcast is called yeah. WTF, and it's uh, it's cool. It's about he's a comedian, yeah. and um, he has a lot of comedians on and and show business people, and he he does a great interview. He knows how to interview people. Same with uh, Rogan and Joey Diaz at the Church. What's happening now? I think everyone should listen to these podcasts, and uh, very very inspiring and uh, powerful and positive. You know, for a yeah. tough time we live in, right? It's nice to hear that. Like you know the putting out positive energy and uh yeah we're doing yeah. that right now trying to help people bartend putting them on the path the journey of the bartender so yeah i, I sent the podcast to a buddy of mine and uh he wrote back no video i said no i like audio only podcasts because they're they're great to listen to in the car you know you're learning something while you're driving you're putting putting that time to use doing something positive something and you're you're learning you know i think it's i think it's great or you're being entertained or whatever it's a great way to pass the time in the car. No, no doubt. So, I mean, uh, when I was in PA for my birthday, people, you know, I, I told them about the uh, podcast and they listened to a lot of the shows and they were like just bugging out. Like, you know, where'd you meet Vince? I was like, yeah, I work with him. And uh, they were just like, couldn't believe like, because this is stuff that I, I was talking about for years and it's finally like, you know, people are listening to this and, you know, you get like emails from people. It's, it's just crazy, yeah, well, man. Yeah, you've been, you've been thinking about doing something like this for so long. So it's, it's cool. We make a good team, I think. But uh, let's get back to your trip. So, to, uh, you know, PA. I had everything covered. I didn't have to drive. I had a place to crash. Right. So I was, I'm a Jägermeister cat. You know, when it's, really? when it's time to, you know, put it down, <laughs> I'm going to put it down like a fucking so. soldier, man. Right. So I was doing like Jäger bombs and fucking the, the girls pouring Jäger. Yeah. Dude, she was pouring so heavy. Yeah. It, I, it was ridiculous. But like I was ready. But like, you know, we talk about counting. Yeah. And if you watch Bar Rescue, like certain people have different ways of, of counting, but it's like one, two, you count that slow? three, four, or one, two, three, four is an ounce. Dude, oh, no, I no. counted like one, two, three, four. So I'm watching in Portier. This is no bullshit. Because well, the people I'm with, they know yeah. about counting. Right. Everybody I talk to, I'm always like, watch how to bartender pour. So I'm going one, two, Three, four, <laughs> five, six. Dude, you got to 12. Oh, 12? 12. I was like, God damn, mama. Yeah. I go, you got a heavy hand, little lady. And she's like, I know. So anyway. You know, they, they think they're doing you a favor, but, you know, something gets to a point where, you know, they're doing a disservice to their employer, first of all. Well. And then, you know, like, how long are you going to stay there? How many of those can you drink? Well, you know, a 12 count? I got to tell mean, you. 
you know, was, you have two of those. That's like four normal yeah. drinks. You know, that's a lot. So how you know she thinks she's getting better tips, but you think about it. You know, if you're gonna only stay for two, maybe you'll give her a good tip because she poured heavy. But on the other hand, you know, you're not gonna stay as long. She, I had about two with her, and then we went to another place, but I couldn't believe it. And people, were I like, had that too. I was at a, um, I was at a place in just a neighborhood bar. It was an open mic thing, not the one that I normally go to, a different one. And this girl was pouring, like you say, so heavy, and you, and she thinks she's doing you a favor, but you know, she she poured me two drinks, real heavy. And then she buys me the third. She's doing buyback on the third drink, which you're not even supposed to do in New York anymore. <laughs> it's illegal. And uh, I'm like, yeah, thanks. And, uh, you know, but I didn't stay as long because, you know, I'm going to have, what am I going to do now? I have a fourth one of those drinks that she's pouring so heavy. I'm like, I, I'm done. I tell you, I didn't mind. It was my birthday. Yeah. You know, it was like a number I didn't like with my birthday, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm getting a little older, <laughs> so let's fucking go out, man. Like, boom. <laughs> But you're, you know, she poured really heavy, and uh, and they were like, everybody like that's in my circle now. Like they're like, geez, look at that twelve count. Like every, <laughs> 12 they're they're familiar count. with it now. <laughs> so then we went somewhere else, and then you know people were doing like eight count, nine count, ten count. So it's just like it's a lot, and that's what we talked about in other episodes of bartenders kind of winging it. And it's like you said, on a serious note, that's dangerous. Yeah, and if you're an owner. You don't want that. You got liabilities. Yeah. If you totally, if you get someone who doesn't know how to she's drink, she's giving away the liquor. She's giving it away. Yeah, you're giving you're, away well, a lot of liquor. You lose. Taver talks about that all the time. You're yeah. stealing from the owner yeah, when you're you pouring are. heavy like that. Is you what are. you're doing. And and let's face it, the owner has some responsibility there too. I mean, where we work now, nobody ever told me what count to use. Yeah. You know, and that is that. You know, I think I pour pretty responsibly. I see other people, man. Somebody somebody ordered a Jameson neat last night, and the dude I was working with. He filled the rocks glass. There's no ice in it. He filled the rocks glass three quarters of the that's, way full. That's I was like, dude, that's like a, that's like a triple. That's like a quadruple drink you just poured him. When someone you know? drinks like that, their wife left them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, <laughs> you mean that that's that they're know, home alone listening to like. Well, you know, we talk about the count. You know, if you're making a mixed drink, that's like 18, should, 18, right? That's like one, two, three. Yeah, it's, but. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's on the rocks or neat You're or right. in, a, in a mixed drink. It's the drink. The count is supposed to be the same. On, on the rocks, sometimes you charge, I mean, we charge an extra dollar for on the rocks. So you can pour maybe a six, seven count, I think, in my opinion. I mean, nobody ever told me. The management never told me. What to, what to pour? It's, you know, if you look at the Southern Comfort commercial, that new commercial they have with Southern Comfort, the guy walking. Uh-huh. Well, if you watch when they, the guy has it on the rocks, yeah. there's not a lot of booze no. in it. No, you're because not supposed people, to fill it to yeah. the top. And, you know, no, it's true. I mean, that's, I, mean I don't understand why people, I mean, these are experienced bartenders we're working yeah. with. And why are they doing that? No. I, you know, and it's not really my place to tell them not to. I mean, I kind of made a joke out of it. I was like, no. dude, that's, that's more than a triple. That's you know? why every place I worked at, as a bartender, I was there a long time because I've always served responsibly. Right. I'm funny, I'm crazy, but the bottom line is I walk the line when it comes to that serving responsible, you know, pouring and all that. And it's uh, you got to be very careful with that. I mean, that guy gets in a car accident. I know. It's, it's and just think about the the the, the re- ramifications of that. You know, I mean, you think you know what I'm talking about, right? The the rocks yeah, that's ridiculous. Use, it's filling it two thirds. I don't want to work full? with someone like that. Three quarters of the way full. I, like, I what don't the hell are you doing? You know, not to mention he's not gonna. 
how many times is, like I was saying before, how many times is he going to come back to yeah, the bar? He's going to, sure. that's going to last him the whole night. Yeah. And that, so maybe you got one tip out of him. You know, I'm, I'm looking for the ongoing tip. <laughs> I oh, want the guy coming back. Yeah. And if and this guy's out of control, he's totally shit faced and you got to deal with that. You got to deal with his wife or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or if he gets belligerent and you know, and it's just, not only that, he's putting you in jeopardy because he's working with you. I know it was, it was wrong. You know, that I, talking about responsibility again, I've been, um, Given a lot of thought to uh, the IDs lately, you know, watching the uh, last bar rescue, he was talking about it, or maybe it was a couple weeks ago, um, that one bar that was um, in a college town and they had a lot of problems with underage and fake IDs. So uh, I've been uh, giving that a lot of thought lately, really scrutinizing the um, IDs. We talked about it before, ask what's their zip code or something, but maybe run your finger over it and make sure the picture hasn't been replaced. Because if it's smooth, it's cool. But, you know, if there's like a little bump where the picture is, you could tell that they swapped the picture out. Yeah, you really got to scrutinize those. Get those a second ideas. opinion, too. If you're really yeah. unsure, ask yeah. another bartender. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. I got to tell you, I've the only time I've ever come across, you know, almost getting into a verbal altercation is with guys when uh, they don't have ID on them. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, I'm a dude. Like, every dude you has have, their license You got on. your wallet in your pocket all the time. You I mean, you know, I, you go out jogging. You take your wallet with you, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm like, saying? You got you to gotta have it. And they give me shit. And, you know, when you look, and there's a lot of things you have to look for. I mean, but you got to be, like, you got to work with an experienced bartender at your establishment. You know, like, yeah. I won't take a license that ex- expired. Yeah. There's a lot you no, got to look at. And, you, could, and you make a good point. Find out, like, wherever you live, get Get to, you know, go online, find out the the requirements of a a valid driver's license. If it's if it's yeah. if it's not valid, you can't use it because they could have just borrowed it from their cousin. I know, or whatever. Well, you so. see a lot that now in uh they have some that, that are printed under twenty one, but then you know based on the date they're actually over twenty one. So I, but they get a new license when they're twenty one. So what are they doing with the old one? They're giving it to a friend, yeah. you know. So they're like, no, look, look at the date. You know, it shows that I'm over yeah. twenty one. And like it says under twenty one in big red letters. Sorry, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, and listen, this is and we we talked about saving this. Real talk, you cannot you serve anyone underage, you're, you're going to get arrested. Yeah, you got you have to look at it like when you see someone and you think they're you, you know I proof everyone. I, I tell you the truth, if if you, unless you you know you I'm proofing everyone yeah. to a certain you know I mean you judgment. I'll tell you what, dude, I've been in states where they proof every single person who walks through the door or the bar. You you could be 80 years old and you still got to show your ID. It doesn't matter. If there's a ban, they show their ID before they walk in the bar. Everybody. I've worked in nightclubs where everybody who walks to the bar gets ID'd. So that makes sense. The bouncer takes care of that. Now we're behind the bar. We can focus on making drinks. We don't have to be making these judgment calls. And which slows us down. You know, I, I never understood why people get upset about that. Oh, I mean, I, it's, I guess I guess when I was 21, 22, I was like, oh, I'm old enough, you know. I'm like, I'm looking at these licenses. I'm like, dude, I, I graduated high school already when you were born. You know, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'll tip you if you prove me. <laughs> Shit, you're making my day, man. I mean, that's testosterone boost right there. I'm like, god damn. I'm like, here you go. This is for I you. I know, I know. Where was I? Somewhere. They, they had a uh, scanner, which I thought was cool. So they ran the license... They, I mean, they didn't ask for my ID, unfortunately. There was a kid in front of me, but they they um, they scanned it with some kind of machine, you know. And I thought that was really cool. I wish we had that. You just gotta, you know, you gotta, you know, look at things. You know, their body language if they're not looking at you. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a big how thing. I, you yeah, know, if body you come, is, yeah. a lot of times I watch a dude. He'll come to the bar and he's looking on the floor. I know, I know, and, and that's like, it. I know, I'm like, that's it. I'm not gonna serve ID. you. <laughs> I mean, what do you, I mean, why are you not looking at this, me? The same guy, the same guy, and he might like look old enough, right? But if he has the wrong body language, you ask for that ID anyway, right? I mean, the same the same guy, if he walked up to the bar confident, you maybe wouldn't have asked for his ID, you know? 
It's just, uh, if that ever happens to you, it, it, it could destroy your career. I knew a girl, and this is a true story, she was going to school to become a teacher, and she served someone that was underage, uh-huh. and she got arrested. Uh-huh. The cops came in and arrested her, Whoa. and she fucked in her, her, her old career as a teacher. Oh, man. That's crazy. Because, you know, I mean, it's on a record now, and then she yeah. has to explain that. Yeah. And what school district is going to hire you? Yeah. That's on your record. I mean, that's, I mean, it's it's real. It's real dangerous, and you got to, uh, there's, you know, judgment. That's why for me, like, in, if I'm working with someone that drinks behind a bar, and a lot of bartenders do it, I don't want to fucking work with you because uh-huh. you got to have judgment. It's, it's You are the captain of that ship. Right. Like, you talked about one of the first podcasts. This is my fucking bar. Right. When you're behind that bar, that's your fucking bar. The owner is paying you. You're This is your booze. This is your bar. You call the shots. That's yeah. why you're behind it. You, right. you call, you, I have the power to cut you off. Five million, you're out of control. Right. You have to take that serious. Yeah, yeah. Thinking you know, there's a there's there's a great return on investments, but you gotta be disciplined. You can't be everyone's friend and yeah, yeah. don't drink behind a bar. And the bar yeah, that reminds me of something that happened last night. You know, the uh the, the service area with you know, the flap was up so that so you could walk into the bar. I should have put it down, I forgot. Anyway, I see I see this one guest he's got something in his hand, like a dirty napkin or something, and he looks at my garbage can behind the bar. And I gave him such a dirty look, like, do not come behind my bar. <laughs> don't do it. I get all the time. I mean, I do that all the time, you know. Like, anybody, that. I don't know what it is about that, man. No, you but can. somebody infringes on that, just, you know, even a toe over the line into your bar, man. It's like, it's like not acceptable. Yep. So that's going to do it for this week. Thank you all for listening. Please do us a favor. If you haven't already, subscribe and rate us. Give us five stars on iTunes, please. It really helps us rise to the top of the iTunes search uh, engine or however they do it. But um, yeah, we'd really appreciate subscribing and the, and the five stars will help us so much. So thanks again. And remember, you can always reach out to me at vince.bartender at gmail.com or on Twitter at barkeeptips, B-A-R-K-E-E-P-T-I-P-S. Vano? Yes, you can reach me, email bartender2222 at gmail.com, and you can reach me at Twitter at Vance Vano. Take care. All right, we'll see you next time.